Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like Charles Erickson. Sawyersville, Carl Shemansky, Larksville, Francis Pancho Paraski, Falls, and Ralph Marasco, South Abington Township. We honor them today. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us continue today's battle. A reminder, this Bob Cadaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. And we reconvene this meeting of the Club for Common Sense. The sanctuary of sanity is open. Uh, Quickly, somebody said, Bob, I like your show. However, you're yelling too much. (laughs) You're right. Calm down and you'll get more across your listener. I just get excited by stupidity. And I, I, by the way, I would wager that you do too. And stupidity from stupid people is to be expected. But these are sentient human beings. And Mr. Paul said it right. That they they basically take the position, if my truth doesn't exist separate from the truth, like it can't. Your truth does not exist separate from the truth. And he says, Mr. Paul says, does that mean I can't have my weather separate from the weather? (laughs) Exactly right. Great analogy. So that's the deal. When, When people who aren't stupid speak and behave stupidly, it drives me to distraction. Because they need better. Oh, God almighty. So the same person with the Speaker of the House crap. Let me, let me deal with this because I've got to get Rick Bigelow on. We've got this amazing Cold War story that he wants to bring to us. 
Bob, we need a Speaker of the House for proper funding for open border, and our troops must get paid for their bravery. Some reason you don't get this. Speaker of the House thinks all media outlets do paralyze government. Blah, 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 blah. Ask Matt Cartwright like I did. <laughs> yeah, Matt Cartwright. He's the one who says that women should be able to comp- or men should be able to compete with women in sports and use their locker rooms. Yeah, Matt, that Matt Cartwright, the one who makes all that kind of sense? Oh, yeah, okay. I'll listen to him. <sighs> Appropriations are not done daily. They're not done in three weeks' time. I worked on Capitol Hill. I've studied it forever. There is not one penny of funding that was voted on in the budget before McCarthy was deposed that is not available to be spent. So you don't know what you're talking about, but you'll keep talking. You don't know what you're talking about. That's sad. But but you keep talking is the amazing thing. So I've gone down your rabbit hole a couple times hoping that you are prepared to understand reality. But if you're not, that's okay with me. I'm not going to get excited. Uh, but what I am going to get excited about are our hourly sponsors. Dunmore Lumber Company, 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. The pay- place to beat the big box blues. Brother Ron had his shoulder operated on, so he's hurting. But this is the time because then you don't have to put up with him constantly when you go to Dunmore Lumber. And while you're there, uh, or prior to departing your your own house or place of business, think about a donation to St. Joseph's Pantry. They've got a bin there. And Toys for Tots. And then Road Scholar Transport. The class of the Northeast Trucking. You have unique shipping needs. Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. And uh, if, you, if you're a truck driver out there listening, we have so many, consider working for them. They're, they're, it's just a great company, a great company to work for. All right, so we thought we would do some Cold War. I love when Rick Bigelow's on, and we all learn so much. And, and, and a positive byproduct is that I am not yelling. So, (laughs) we turn from people who won't listen to someone who always listens and tells us something that we should hear. Rick Bigelow. How are you, Rick? Doing fine, Bob. How are you? Great. And Rick is a, a great patent attorney. If anyone should be so inclined that they've come up with some kind of invention, he's the guy, Rick Bigelow. So, But Rick... Cold War, one of the Cold War adventures that uh, it just, I mean, it involves Howard Hughes. It's just all kinds of things fascinating about it. But uh, to me, it almost shows how ridiculous our CIA and our intelligence apparatus can be. Uh, But let me let you outline it from the start. Okay. Uh, Let let me start off with a a little bit of a, a personal story. So this was uh, November of 1972. My ship was uh, on its way back from the Gulf of Tonkin 
to Long Beach, California. And we're a couple hundred miles north of Midway Island at the time. And that's in really deep ocean water. And, you know, the ocean depths are in miles there. So I was uh, on watch. It's about 1 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, when you're out in the open ocean like that, maybe you see a ship once every two or three days. So 1 o'clock in the morning, we noticed a lot of lights way off in the distance. And as we got closer, it looked like it was a Soviet fishing vessel. Now, these Soviet fishing vessels, some of them are fishing vessels. Most of them are intelligence gatherers of some sort. So, you know, we we uh, were getting closer to it. And all of a sudden, uh, they had some little boats off to the side. And these little boats uh, started coming towards us. So we, we altered course and got out of their way and, and eventually made our way to Long Beach. So about a year later, this huge vessel, huge ship, shows up uh, at the pier we were at in Long Beach, California. And it was the Hughes Glomar Explorer. <laughs> and it, it was just the, the oddest thing because it had what looked like an oil derrick right in the middle of the ship. Let me ask you a that, question. That went, I, and I, I, I remember the story well as it was occurring. Was the Glomar Explorer, like, ready to take off the shelf at the time of this adventure? Or, oh, or no. did they have to do – yeah, tell us about how, how it was created. Well, they 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 basically uh, came up w- with a plan when they, they found out that the Soviet submarine had uh, had apparently exploded and sank in about three feet of water or three – three miles of water out in the middle of the Pacific ocean. So they had to go to this, uh, ocean, uh, Marine, uh, company that, that was, uh, building vessels that could, uh, do oil drilling and, you know, a couple hundred feet of water or something like that. And they said, we want you to build a ship that's about 600 feet long. And it has to have this whole opening in the middle, uh, where the bottom can open and close. And it's got to be about 200 feet long and about 65 feet wide. <laughs> and, and so this uh, this uh, global marine company built this thing from scratch, designed and built it from scratch. How long? And, and it, it was built at the Sun Shipyards in Chester, Pennsylvania. <laughs> How so long they, did it take them to build this? Not very long. It's like two years. Wow. Something like that. So, the, all right, it, so the, the the Soviet ship uh, uh, or sub had sunk uh, a couple years prior. Yeah, it sank in in 1968. It was a okay. it was a diesel submarine, but it had uh, nuclear uh, missiles on it. And you know, th- this is this was standard operating procedure. They would uh, go about 800 miles away from Honolulu. And just uh, stay on station there for a couple months. Then they'd get relieved by another sub, and they'd go back to Kamchatka, uh, to Petropavlovsk. That's where their their home port was. So, and and they would check in every day uh, while they were transiting. And all of a sudden, in, in March of 1968, uh, they missed a couple check-ins, and uh, all of a sudden, the Soviets uh, scrambled the whole fleet of ships and airplanes and everything looking for this submarine. And so we noticed it. Our intelligence people noticed it. And we had a system called the SOSIS system, which was a sound surveillance system. 
that could basically pick up long wave uh, sounds from just about anywhere in the ocean. The Air Force had a, a system that could do something similar. It was based somewhat on satellites and somewhat on shore installations. So between the Air Force and the Navy, they kind of pinpointed where there had been an explosion of some sort. And that's they figured that the Soviets had lost a ship, most likely a submarine and most likely a submarine that had nuclear missiles on it. And that and so that, went uh, down and, that scab sort of uh, it picked was picked at by the intelligence community and they couldn't let it go. Right. <laughs> that's exactly right. I mean, this this was the opportunity of a lifetime to go down and and uh, get a, a, a windfall of intelligence from uh, from the soviet from their computers so they, from documents in the ship because it's clearly miles behind us and even the soviets at that time technologically oh yeah yeah that's right what were we going to learn i, I mean think, you know what i mean it seems like this mission always seemed to me to be spies desperate to be spies <laughs> Well, I, I think there was something to be gained from it because we, w- we would learn what their procedures were. We would learn what their capabilities were and so on and so forth. And that's that's very important. Hmm. And I, I think, you know, basically we we won the Cold War by outspending them. Yeah. And, and if we knew what what they had and what they didn't have, then we could uh, we could counter their uh their technology. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just it, pushing back a little bit. This was an old technology boat, and it, it, it had nothing to teach us. Their weaponry and their uh, uh, missile systems had nothing to teach us. I think oh, this we is one of those things. Them, that, but, but, but we understood them. Yeah. So when we understand what their capabilities are, then it's easy to defend against it. Okay. All right. Uh, Rick Bigelow is with us. He's uh, talking about the, I call it the Glomar Explorer uh, incident, but uh, it it has uh, many names. Uh, He's with us. He's talking about it. One of the most fascinating stories of the Cold War. Rick Bigelow will be back with us after this. Now, remember, the welfare state hadn't taken complete control yet. The African-American and black families had not begun their rapid disintegration because of the welfare state and its incentives. And I looked at it and I thought to myself, hmm, isn't that interesting? Now, at a time when blacks were were actually systematically deprived of rights and privileges because of racist, systemic racism... There were less blacks in prison. I don't know, certainly as a percentage of the prison population, I don't know whether we can, I don't know, what else could we point to other than the welfare state and its perverse incentives to break up the family changing that dynamic, and as more and more families became fatherless and and were no longer intact, more crime resulted. And now African-Americans and minorities are the vast majority of our prison population. 
I experienced it in, in federal prison. Fascinating. And, and, and by the way, very important. Uh, by the way, Adelaide Stevenson, another, this is another amazing Cold War moment at uh, the U.N. Now, remember, the Kennedys had disdain for Adelaide Stevenson. He was a pointy head. He uh, he was a so-called intellectual. They had disdain for him, but they really, really JFK, RFK talking to each other said, "Wow, that was a great performance by that pointy-headed Adlai Stevenson," and they were proud of him that day. So we're talking with Rick Bigelow about the Glomar Explorer and uh, this effort to raise what is called. K-129, a Soviet submarine, uh, deep in the Pacific Ocean. Continue, my man. Okay, so the the Glomar Explorer uh, heads out from Long Beach, California, out to where they know that the the Russian uh, submarine had gone down. It was about 40 degrees north and right on the international date line at 180 degrees east and west. So they head out there. It takes them a couple weeks to get out there. And they get on station. And the way the Glomar Explorer worked, it was, it was like an oil well, oil drilling rig. And except instead of having drill bits on it, it had this huge claw, this huge mechanical claw on it. <laughs> so the whole idea was to go down. And, and they had found out uh, by another uh, submarine had, had – uh, taken pictures of it, and they found out that the the whole uh, K-129 was in two pieces, but it was pretty much intact, yeah. which was amazing since it was three miles down, which means it must have exploded near the surface, and the water rushed in and equalized the pressure, so it didn't So didn't this crush. is 16,000 feet. It's, 16, in a, yeah, it's, it's in a place, at that time, technology only allowed, uh, what, 4,000 or so feet in depth for for oil exploration. Yep. The Soviets had searched in the wrong area for the ship in the first place, and now the Americans are above it. Wow. Right. Let let, let us take a break at that point, because we've got to hear from our great sponsors. We'll come back to our veterans tribute, uh, then the weather, and then more Rick Bigelow and this Glomar Explorer adventure of the Cold War. Uh, we'll be back with Rick Bigelow. It is not important. It is not. Well, it is important. It is not critical. It is not changing any funding. It is not hurting the war in Ukraine or Iraq or our defense against the Chinese. And by the way, we got the Chinese taken care of because uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, sat down with President Xi and told him how it's all going to go when he's president. So we're we're good with regard to China. I am quite sanguine about our prospects now that Gavin Newsom has stepped in. And boy, doesn't that tell you that he thinks he's going to be running instead of Biden? Tells you a lot. So Rick Bigelow, uh, continuing on the Glomar Explorer and this K-129 salvage operation by the CIA. The CIA's involved in it. Because if technically, if the Navy was involved in this, it could be considered an act of war. So they gladly jump into this 
and immediately start building the Glomar Explorer to specifically for this adventure. And uh, LBJ passes on trying to salvage it because he's got too much going on. But Nixon and Kissinger get interested. And here we are, uh, 16,000 feet above K-129, the sunken Russian submarine. <laughs> right. So they they had 360-foot sections of basically drill, oil well drill, with a claw attached to the end of it. <laughs> so one by one, they, they add these uh, 60-foot sections, and they go down, and they actually grab the submarine. They, they get most of it. <laughs> and all the while that, uh, that they're there, there are a couple uh, Russian uh, boats. One was an ocean-going tug. One was a missile range ship that were harassing the Glomar Explorer uh, periodically, uh, the word is that the, the Russians may have been tipped off somehow that we actually found the Glomar Explorer. And they had some pretty good so spies. They, a, they had some pretty good spies, and, and, and they knew a lot of they. We had a lot of people that knew about this operation, so most likely you're correct, right? Yeah, and I, I, well, the other thing is uh, there were the. It, this was when the Walker spy ring that was yeah. selling secrets to the Soviets yeah. was at its height and submarine, they were selling submarine stuff and stuff from our nuclear carriers and all that sort of stuff. Plus somebody sent a letter to the Russian embassy and said, you know what's going on <laughs> in the, uh, <laughs> out, of, out in the middle of the Pacific. So, uh, a left as much as of they tried day. to keep it, keep it secret. And of course they had this huge elaborate story that the Glomar Explorer was a deep, ocean mining vessel looking for manganese nodules on, on the ocean floor, which they found. They, they got some of them. Uh, but but the, so the Soviets were harassing them, and then there were overflights of uh, Russian ship, of air flight uh, airplanes and so on and so forth. But they actually got the submarine. And as they were bringing it back up, you know, reversing the process, yeah. They're about a third of the way up, and and allegedly two-thirds of the submarine broke off because one of the claws uh, broke, uh, malfunctioned, and it crashed back to the bottom of the sea. So they got about a third of the submarine and brought it up and brought it into this open area in the bottom of the ship, and then they, they closed the, the bottom of the ship off and, uh, you know, started to uh, look at, at what they had, and and uh, then they they headed back to port. They did find some some stuff that was uh, very valuable: code books, instruction manuals, doctrine, so on and so forth. And they also recovered uh, the bodies of six Soviet sailors who were eventually uh, given a proper burial at sea. So the, you know, the CIA said, you know, we got a lot of really good stuff out of here. Uh, we should think about going back and, and seeing if we could recover the rest of the ship, the rest of the submarine. So they actually started a, another project to go back and get it. But at this point in time, uh, the, uh, the uh, CIA's uh, rather nefarious acts in Cuba and Chile and Iran came to light. And uh, the uh, Jack Anderson, who was a muckraking columnist, just blew the whistle on the whole thing, and so the uh, the 
the project to go back and get the rest of the submarine was was scrapped. <laughs> so they got it, got part of it. Uh, they said it was a huge uh, intelligence coup for the U.S. I wish they could have gotten more. Now, there's all kinds of speculation that, you know, they they really got a lot more than they say we got. Uh, and they also say that uh, it wasn't quite clear why the submarine sank where it did, because it was supposed to be several hundred miles uh, away from from the track that uh, they were supposed to be on when it when it went down. And they're supposedly right before they left, 15 special forces guys showed up on on board the, the Soviet submarine. So what were those guys supposed to be doing? So nobody nobody really knows or if they know they're not saying, but it was it was a rather spectacular event on the part of the uh, the United States and the and the CIA. <laughs> I I and I uh, I know you feel a little bit differently or maybe a lot differently. I in given the times uh it it's it was fascinating and it was almost something that they felt compelled to do. Looking back on it, it seems ridiculous. <laughs> I, I do feel differently, and I, yeah. I think uh, the more you know about your enemy, the better off you are. Yeah. And, and uh, it, was some of their stuff antiquated? Well, certainly the propulsion was, but the missiles weren't, because all their all the future generation missiles were based on what they already had. So, uh, you know, n- no, getting that information about the missiles and the warheads and the composition of the uh, of the of the weapons uh, was was very important to us. So I think it was probably worth now it was expensive, but we could outspend the Soviets. And that's <laughs> where our huge advantage came from. Well, we didn't have the kind of deficit we have now. In fact, in 1969, we had a surplus. But yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, Rick Bigelow, thank you. I, I, when when you suggested this topic, I I just remember reading about this like it was yesterday, and and obviously not following it at the time, following it when it got disclosed, and reading a couple of books about it and everything. So I appreciate you uh, elucidating the rest of the story. Thank you, man. Glad to do it, Bob. Rick Bigelow, he's our patent attorney, but he's our historian. We appreciate it. We'll be back. Uh, I, I always love when Rick Bigelow's on. It's good stuff. Just good stuff. Doug is concerned. These are sobering times. It's time to get serious. We don't have serious people in charge, Doug. I'm sorry to tell you, they're not serious people. They're a joke. And so we've got to figure out, we've got to survive this with the worst leadership this country has ever had. I'll rejuvenate you. (laughs) How are you today? I'm okay. How are you? I'm great. Doing great. Yeah, we're great. I might take cutie. We're a bunch of liars, too, huh? I might take cutie to the garage today. Well, Well, she doesn't want to go, I'll go. (laughs) Right. I will let her know that. (laughs) Well, you do that. Now, you're not a Seinfeld fan, are you? No. Okay. Anyway, they had this routine about worlds colliding. And uh, our friend Slick here says, do not bring cutie, you know, with your guy pals that you hang out in the garage and drink wine with and smoke cigars because uh, your worlds will collide. 
I heard that. Yes, yes. Yes. So, anyway. Well, all right, Lorraine, we've got a couple of minutes for you to uh, bring us some poetry. What you got? Genuine happiness. Okay. Memories aren't only made by looking at photographs or gazing at an artifact from your past, but rather... It could be kind words or deeds experienced throughout the day that really make the precious moments of our lives last. Take time and contemplate about it for a while and realize the impact of the simple pleasures because material things eventually come and go, but it is the love of others which creates our real treasures It is not very difficult to discover some good in daily situations that come along. Sometimes you may not succeed too easily, but a little perseverance can help you stay strong. Recite a little prayer of thanksgiving and tell God that you love him too. Thank God for all of your happiness, even if life may become a little rough for you. <sighs> you finished with a sigh, Lorraine. Yeah. Hmm. Yes, I'm 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 in love. <laughs> 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 I, I, I didn't that. expect that. <laughs> well, neither did I. But on the spur of the moment, you know me. <laughs> I, I don't have. Um, I mean, I think he could be very good, but I, I don't know if he's going to get it. We just don't know. It, it's so hard to herd these cats, and I repeat. That is a good thing for the most part. Independence of thought within a group is to be incredibly valued. We don't have that in the left-wing lunatic party, Democrats, which is why they're lunatics. No one questions the premise of anything to do. Like, wait a minute, are battery-powered cars worse for the environment? Now, wait a minute. If we let criminals go, won't they commit more crimes? Now, wait a minute. If we make up a history that lies to the uh, American people, won't we cause racial strife? Wait a minute. If uh, the Palestinians have squandered billions of dollars in aid and still live in filth, is it someone else's fault? I mean, you, you go on and on. But we will not, because we've got the news. And Paula Degnan's got that for us. Bob Cadero, WILK. We shall return. WILK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 